Hello everyone, I am Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. Today we talk to Abby and Jordan of Philly beach punk band Naked Lake. Naked Lake's interests include wandering around outside and documenting their existence with a camcorder they can't quite figure out. Based in both fact and fiction, their newest single, Running Away Again, helps the listener discover the frog in their life. For each release Naked Lake has made, the process of writing and creating the music has been vastly different. They've been working on their upcoming project for the past two years with an anticipated summer release coupled with vague East Coast tour dates. Without further ado, Sour Spit by Naked Lake. Abby and Jordan of Naked Lake, thank you guys so much for being on with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. The first thing that we wanted to ask about uh, was actually, Jordan, you told us that your hobbies are the outside, and I think that is the most vague response we have ever gotten to <laughs> any of our questions. Um, yeah, so if you could so, just elaborate a little. Okay, okay, okay. So... I mean, honestly, that's that's as specific as it's gonna get, probably. Because if I'm not if I'm not working on music, I will probably take the opportunity to be outside. Uh, I mean, it it's either like I don't know. I got a car recently, which is crazy. Um, whereas usually I would just bike around the city. Um, 
and just, I don't know, uh, uh, I guess just be present in like whatever outside space I could find. And, and, uh, now that I have a car, I can just like go wherever, um, at any point and pay, you know, $60 for a full tank of gas. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It, it's just the, the one thing that like really brings me peace. Well, I mean, there's multiple things, but but that thing I can just do whenever, unless it's raining, and then I'm just sad and inside and do other things. I do. I I play video games sometimes. I think that's that's a thing that I do. So outside is literally just like out of the house. Like it's not outside. Mm -hmm. Like uh nature. It's like just being in open space, sort of just kind of being around. Yeah, I I will. Um, the summer is great because I would just bike around um, kind of directionless, like like putting my headphones in um, like really late at night and just biking around the city, um, just jamming. Um, I have like a seven hour long playlist that I like to listen to. Um, and it, it's like transcendent. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Have you ever gotten to a point when you're biking around that you're like, oh, man, it's been two or three hours I should probably turn back yeah um it's it's usually like oh shit it's 2 30 in the morning and I see lightning in the distance I should I'm like you know a mile or two away from home I should probably get back there do you ever get lost oh all the time all the time I mean but I but I have my phone um so I can just you know quickly figure it out but like yeah, you know, you you just follow a road, reach a dead end, and and then turn around, go somewhere else. What's your what's maybe the most memorable spot that you've discovered on one of these bike rides? Uh, hmm. Well, one day I decided with my friend um, to just bike down the Schuylkill Trail. The Schuylkill Trail is like a lot longer than I thought it was. Um, cause it goes all the way to like, uh, I don't know, like a hundred miles outside the city. Um, so we went to, we got as far as Conshohocken, um, and along the way there was this little spot. It was like, it was like, um, right next to some railroad tracks. There was this tiny house. Um, that was so cute. Um, I think I took a picture of it, but it was like years ago on a different phone. Um, and it was just like, we just sat there and like ate our granola bars and, um, like listened to the birds. And it was, it was so, it was so lovely. It's just like, like rocky faced hills on the side and, um, you know, like dilapidated train tracks. I love watching trains too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I could go on for hours about dumb stuff I like watching. But. As much as we would love to hear about the things <laughs> you love to watch for hours on end, we do want to give you both a little bit of an opportunity to talk about the things that you enjoy. Uh, and speaking of watching things, Abby, you said you're interested in like video projects and stuff. So tell us a little bit about uh, that and kind of what you mean by video projects. <laughs> 
I mean video star and I mean iMovie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> video star, it's an app that I used to make music videos with my cousin and there's all different sorts of effects and things. And we had a YouTube channel back in the day. And now when I get bored, I download Video Star and make random videos, sometimes by myself, most of the time by myself, sometimes with others. Um, and then I just recently got a camcorder um, for the purpose of uh, specifically Naked Lake stuff, you know, to document stuff, because where none of us, all of us are people who leave our phones everywhere. So uh, we're, we're not, like, uh, there's, it's so nice when you're in a group of people and someone's always documenting the stuff, but we don't have that. And so we have to really go out of the way to do that. So uh, um, yeah, I got a camcorder and have been doing that. And then with that, I also, if I get bored, like videotape me, I don't know, doing a headstand or trying to do a headstand. And um, yeah, so nothing like crazy, nothing um, that I would show to people for them to be in um, things that I laugh at. Abby, yeah. you got to send me these videos because I've only <laughs> seen a handful. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, maybe. Yes, I will. Do it. I'm begging. Okay, okay, then I will. First, I think a handstand or a headstand is very impressive. So those videos should definitely be seen. Um, and for the documentation of uh, the things you're filming, is that like vlog style kind of stuff? Is it behind the scenes of like your shows, like what kind of stuff are you recording? Both. Um, okay. Well, I only just got the camcorder. Like we've used it a few times. Um, we were using it before the show the other week, the Luna Lee show. Um, and when Jordan and I were listening to the final round of mixes, we recorded some of our thoughts, not thoughts, some of our reactions while listening to it. Have it turn around, we're like, eh. Re recorded us being thoughts, perhaps. Recording us being. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like the recording of the experience of whatever it is you're doing while at a show or preparing to perform or afterwards, something of that nature. Yeah. Um, or just being us, regardless of show. So you guys are using it when you're just kind of like hanging out too, just to kind of have these mementos, I suppose. Yeah, because I love making little clips and like putting them in. The thing with the camcorder is I'm so not very um, informed about technology. And so I try to like put them onto my computer, the videos, but I don't know how to do that even. So that's something I'll figure it out. Does it have like an SD card or any sort of slot or is it like an old, old camcorder? Oh, no, it's like got, a no, it's got an SD card. It's more so like my computer is one that has, you know, the computer charger, just two computer charger holes. I have an adapter. It's just, I, you know, when you know that something is going to take energy and take like competence and you aren't ready to do it yet. I'm not ready to confront <laughs> 
They will sit on the SD card in the camcorder until until the time you are ready to yeah. sit down and <laughs> until the it SD out. card is full, and then yeah. you can move on to the next SD card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you two are more or less. Uh, you've told us like the founding members of the band. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that happened, like how you guys made the band. I love this because this we this, ask this all the time, um, like in, in this type of format. Um, well, I posted on, I feel like I'm reading off the script. <laughs> I've posted on DIY Philly, hey, I have this really big project. This was in August of two years ago. Um, and I'm looking to expand and be more than just a solo artist and, and, and make music like collaboration into a band. So what happens next? One can think. I uh, commented down below and I was like, hey, I'm a person that plays an instrument. Um, and also this project sounds extremely cool. I would love to hop in there. And then like, literally like, 30 seconds later, I got a message request <laughs> and I was like, okay, word. let's do this. Um, and then we had an interesting cast uh, come out to a first practice in a very, very dingy basement of mine that I, I lived, I didn't live in the basement, but the house I lived in. Um, and uh yeah, we, we practiced a few songs and then um, the two others that were there were just so, they were great, just very um, not in the same stage of lives that Abby and I are, but it was fun, um, a fun start to Naked Lake. And then we had a show lined up. What, yeah. Like, how long from then? Well, that one, so we had our first meetup and we had Zoomed prior, you know, to make sure that everyone was safe and all and talking about basic things and boundaries and everything. And then we met up, what, like a week later and then we went to Jordan's basement and we played a few songs. Some of those songs actually, one of them is actually one of the songs that is going to be released on this upcoming album um, and the project that Jordan was referring to that was like oh this sounds so cool is the album that will be coming out which is um, but three weeks later I was like I'm, I'm a doer like I want action right and I knew that my small school my small college that I go to I was like you know what I could definitely have us play here outside safe because of COVID and on the big lawn that we have. So we did it three weeks. We had three, not even practices, maybe three practices. Yeah. And we did a show for like 200 of my classmates all on the lawn and it was freaking awesome. And we hardly knew each other and now we're mm -hmm. still together and I'm so grateful. Well, me and Jordan are still together, not the others. They are on their, on their own journey. So that's really interesting that some of the music that you played then is being released soon yeah. um, with this new album. So tell us a little bit about uh, the writing process of this album and, um, you know, how long it's kind of been in development. 
Well, I started writing this album and it's particularly one song that we did perform for, for that. Um, has been since, since um, I think I recorded that in my childhood bedroom, very like not nicely um, in, in July of two years ago. So, and then it's kind of been, I've been writing since for, for this album. And I would be more explicit and I would explain a little bit more, but in, I think about a month before we release it, we're gonna say what it is, something like that. I don't know. Um, management side is, is they've got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do you wanna know for this album, the creative process? Do you wanna know for general? Because this album's a little bit different. I say let's let's start with the album since we're on it. Okay. And then we'll come back to your general gists. So I wrote the backbones of the songs and recorded them vocally. And then they once again I want to reiterate backbone of the songs. They were very um, minimal. And then Jordan and Zach and I collaborated on really making it a whole body. It was, um, if I could speak on it for a little bit, it was like really unlike any kind of recording project that I've ever taken part in. Um, and that like, we really like, we had these, these bare bones uh, songs and then we went into the studio and kind of from there, instead of like, like kind of developing them live first, we went into the studio um, because it's mostly just Abby and I um, and, and Zach like creating these songs and creating all the sounds that go along with, with the like, the, the bare bones of the track. Um, and for some of them, like we, totally created like a whole new world of a song that uh, is so divorced from what the song started as, like keeping the same essence, obviously, because all the, the, the melodies and, um, and like lyrics are all there, but, but sonically, like if you listen to the demo versus the actual recording, it's like not the same song. <laughs> Oh yeah, you wouldn't, I don't even know if you would know if it was the same song, mm -hmm. um, which is a, yeah, now that you say that, I've never, you know, when you're so in something and you're like, this is what's, this is what has taken all of my energy the past two years. And so you're doing and you're doing and you're doing, you don't even realize how, um, interesting and um kind of um, not original i'm sure people have done that way to record before but kind of just bizarre for lack of better terms in a good way that that process is i didn't even think about that until right now um hmm whoa i i really liked it because it really lended a it lended us to being uh like really out of the box and just thinking of like what would best suit this song 
Mm-hmm. And like, like we had the flexibility to just kind of do whatever. So would you say that it's like a different process from what you normally do because it's more collaborative or because of like the people that you're working with in particular for this project? I, I would say neither because I think it's not so, it doesn't have to do with the people at all. Um, it has to do with the order um, and what that brought to the to the stage. I don't know what that brought to the situation. Um, yeah, that's all. Sorry, uh, I gotta apologize. We're being a little bit cryptic just because of like, like uh, what the the concept of the album is, but I will say the concept of the album itself lended itself into this style of recording process. Okay. So <laughs> the the kind of concept of the album came and um, Abby had the backbone and it was uh, it was different because of sort of that, right? Is what you're saying, like the order in which you developed the ideas and like the melodies sort of for the songs. Yeah, basically. Okay. I getcha. So what is a normal <laughs> process for you guys? Like, um, the normal process would just be Jordan saying, or Jordan or I, right? Like right, vice versa, whatever. However, what's that phrase? Like, it doesn't matter who like, yeah. Vice versa. Okay. Yeah. Vice versa. Sends like, Oh, this sounds cool. Ah, I'm a track. They're like, oh yeah, that does sound so cool. I have a vision. And then I usually will like audio message the vision because I'm not articulate, especially over text. And so it, I have to like, you know, I mean, this is a freaking podcast and I'm using my hands to describe what I'm doing. So that says enough. <laughs> for but, for our, our, sorry, um, for yeah. one song, for one song, uh, Haunt Me, I'm pretty sure Abby sent me an, <laughs> Uh, audio recording that was just like the the melody at the very beginning of the song I think I don't um, I sent that yeah to yeah they were just like they were like I have this idea um uh what do you think about it and I was like okay okay uh let me put seven different chord progressions over this and see what sticks um and we found one and and went from there basically yeah. So on that a little bit, um, how did you guys develop uh, the EP uh, Dreaming of? So it's very similar. That process was the was what we were just explaining. Um, that like audio messages and everything, and some getting together. Um, uh, and I, Jordan had written. Wait, Jordan, you you say because I won't say for you. You, you wrote Sour Spit in a very different way, and then we kind of brought it. Yeah, um, so when I originally wrote that song, it was like, it was acoustic and like kind of slow. And as you know, it's like the opposite of that. <laughs> um, but we kind of just played around um, with a lot of, I mean, like three of those songs I had already been playing around with. Uh, before I showed it to Abby. Um, and so from there, we kind of constructed it full band. Um, and uh, the band was 
like we said, formed to support and create this project of Abby's like idea. Um, but uh, with these songs, Abby was like, we should just we should just release an EP with our songs that we have right now with these songs. Um, and so we recorded most of the songs like in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, sonically doesn't sound great, but um, it's, you know, it's what we had at the time. It's like we didn't, it was, there was COVID going into a studio wasn't really a thing. Um, we were also like extremely broke. I mean, yeah. I think we're both still extremely broke, but, <laughs> but we didn't have access to a studio. So that was kind of like, I don't know if we just want to get those songs out there and, and I'm glad we did. Cause I was very skeptical. I was like, I don't, I don't know if these are, I don't know if these are good enough. And Abby was, was like, no, these are great. I understand that these, both of these, um, like sets of music had different creative processes. Can you tell us a little bit about the transition of the music sonically? Like, is it something, are they similar to each other or is it a whole different entity of the music that was released um, with the EP in 2021? It's, it's a um, different entity. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I think that, we could we could label dreaming of with a genre but i don't think that for this upcoming album it could be genre it could be described in one certain way um and it's very different oh my god it's so different um and i'm i'm, I'm interested actually because dreaming of it has um, the, it's very easy, for lack of better terms, for a, a main, mainstream audience, like someone who listens to Z100, like could probably, okay, I don't know why, I always think that people know Z100, I'm from New Jersey originally, and like New York as well, and that's like their, Olivia Rodrigo, and okay. like their, their uh, Q102, like in Philly. <laughs> it's probably z100 in yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Like, i feel like dreaming of is easy it would never be on one of those but um majority of people listen to it and they're like oh yeah this is nice um whereas with the upcoming album i mean i'm really interested to see um what how that is <laughs> consumed now Again, we're being cryptic. I know you guys can't say a whole lot, but what do you think the audience response sort of is going to be? Like, do you think there's any particular way the audience might respond to this new music? I, um, there are some songs that like, no matter how many times I've listened to them, I want to cry to be honest. And like, it's hard. Like I, I get teary every time that I listen to some of the songs and not like, not like out of sadness, but just as like a, a massive catharsis. And I, I feel like I really hope that other people resonate with that. 
Yeah, I, it's the same thing for me. There's so many feelings for me, crying and laughing and yeah, laughing like when I'm listening to it as well at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, um, so I, I hope that people really listen to it, you know, and don't just, you know how when sometimes people release things and you're not being as, you're listening, but you're being kind of a passive listener, you're not actively listening. I hope that um, whatever reaction the person has while actively listening is the reaction that I want them to have because it's like, you know, the art is what you, how you perceive it. And we're putting it out there for, for anyone, for everyone. Can't tell us too much about what's to come, but you guys did recently uh, release another single, uh, Running Away Again, that you guys did for uh, Possum Creek TTRPG, which is super interesting. So tell us how you kind of ended up making a single for uh, a role-playing game. <laughs> uh, I'm actually friends with um, one of the creators. Uh, uh, she's great. Um, and she hit me up one day and was like, it's like, hey, I was just talking to our team. We want to put a promotional video together um, for our game that's releasing in like a couple months. And we were thinking of like having some cool indie band do the music for it. And uh, you're a cool indie band. Um, come do music for us. And so um, we that was pretty much it and and um then we kind of put that to the sidelines for a minute because we were focusing on the album and then uh with like two weeks left to actually create and submit the song um we put it all together and it, it actually like pretty proud of it i think i think we did pretty well for something that i've never done before um <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't feel yeah. like something a lot of people have done before. That's uh... <laughs> so it was. It was so much fun. Um, like the the concept of the of the game is like I resonated with it so much. Um, if you don't know, it's like it is about uh, basically a bunch of trans runaways in this bed and breakfast, um, like hidden in a forest. Um, and they all just kind of like, uh, uh, like help one of these characters, one of the characters, Gabriella, who's, uh, like a teenager kind of grow and learn about themselves. And like, I don't know. It's about, exploring. Uh, yeah, exploring. And, and that yeah, was yeah. something that like, I think Naked Lake is really about. So it was pretty easy to like. Um, to get in that space and and write a song for that kind of game. Okay, I was well, I was gonna say the writing process for that song was really different too. Um, the yeah, the, what Jordan said about how we uh, were so occupied with the album, like it really was crunch time, which is completely our fault. But we actually work pretty well that way. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and so it was like, oh my God, the deadline is literally in a week, in a week and a half. 
And so I, um, the, the person who asked us uh, had a Google doc of like the description of the game and characters. So what I did on my part um, was look at the characters in the description and I wrote kind of like a story. So I don't know if you know, in the, in the game, there's like this big frog and doing magic. And um, there's a lot of like vines and, and you know, exploring and running away. And so I, I, I took all of that and wrote it into the lyrics. So it's like based on a true story, but it's based on the game. And, and then Jort, sent me like a is it a quick demo which was just amazing crazy how fast they come up with such brilliant melodies and then i took that and recorded in in the room next to me the the vocals and sent them over like immediately I, even though i wasn't even really satisfied with them i was just like i need to do this um yeah i love i love i love the frog I love the frog so much. You said it's, I didn't even know it's kind of based. Who's the frog in your life, Abby? Who is the frog? No, not based on me, True Spirit, like based on the Okay, game. okay. Okay, okay, okay. But okay, there's okay. definitely frogs. Whoever's like a mentor to you, my mom. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My yeah. mom's I think, I think my mom is also the frog. Yeah. How about you guys? Who's your frog? <laughs> who is the frog in your life <laughs> it's not something i was like really expecting to hear <laughs> you know who the frog in my life is angela lena because you guys know nothing about her and neither do i but <laughs> i was walking home with one of my best friends Nadia, Nadia, you listening? I love you. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, she, uh, we were walking home quite um, under the influence, and I saw this frog. And immediately, I was thinking, Angela, Lena, Angela, Lena. So from now on, every time we see a frog, hear about a frog, we always think of Angela, Lena, and that is just uh, the frog. The frog, Angela Lena. Angela Lena is the frog in everyone's lives. That's just. I have I have a frog on my on my arm playing a banjo. I love that. I think that's, that's amazing. That's, that's all Angela still, Lena. That's <laughs> Angela Lena. Angela Lena. So who is your guys' frog? I think we just need a little bit more context of <laughs> the frog. And like who, who the, frog the frog is. is. Um, in the song, Abby says, uh, uh, I can't remember the exact lyrics, yeah, but I, why, um, a strange a frog approaches frog. and says, look at the stars. Can you name constellations that one next to Mars? Um, no, though it's strange advice, he's no stranger to truth because Holmes been a strange straying farther from you oh he's no stranger to oh i already said that line yeah so like i know who the frog is who, sydney it's jerry zurich i was thinking the same thing <laughs> we've got a double frog <laughs> double frog huh? wow 
All right. Jay-Z, if you're listening. <laughs> Jay-Z, you're the frog. So, <laughs> so we uh, both had a professor in college uh, who's Dr. Jerry Zurich, who was just super influential and influential um, to our, we were both communications majors. So our communications department and really guided us through, you know, our college years. He was also just um, a wacky character. So, and with the initials Jay-Z, that's just like the nickname that stuck for him that whole time we were there. <laughs> so Jerry Zurich is the yeah. frog. 100% mm. agree with that one. <laughs> so anyways, <Jay-Z's. laughs> yeah. uh, we talked about a little bit about how this song can kind of resonate with you and you were able to write it so fast. Um, what are some other things that resonate with you and like help you write? Like, what are some of the things that inspire you to write music? Uh, I've got, um, I've got therapy. <laughs> um, so that, that, uh, some of the things, you know, um, that I talk about there, it's just like, I, I'm like thinking about it a lot. Um, you know, if you like go to a therapist, you're like really analyzing like these different things that you're feeling. Um, and so one way that I use is music to like really like explore an emotion and, and live in it and think about why it's happening and like the things that I'm thinking that are feeding into it. Um, and uh, obviously like not all of the songs I write are like about trauma or depression or anything like that. Um, but that's kind of like the thought process that I have is just kind of like living in this space that I want to create sonically. Um, and I don't know, inspired by life events and like things that I find really beautiful or, or really interesting. It sounds like a bit of an introspective look. Yeah, totally. I, it's, um, yeah, I usually write music alone. Um, so that kind of lends itself to being like, I don't know, an audio journal sometimes. There are so many songs that I will never release to the world because they're just like me spewing whatever. Abby, how about for you? Um, definitely a lot of what Jordan was saying, as well as and a lot of times my best songwriting uh, for, for me comes out in 10 minutes after I, if I'm really like passionate about something um, or I just experience something and then I'll start playing like chords on either the guitar or the piano and writing lyrics like in, in under 10 minutes. And that's not like a, yeah, I write songs under 10 minutes. That's a, and I don't, I don't think about it multiple times. I do, because then I'm not a very articulate person on the spot. Um, if I'm, no, that's wrong wording because I'm not being like articulate. Um, I'm not articulate about things I'm passionate about when it's so much and 
outside of the moment that it has happened in. Does that make any sense? Um, so, yeah, yeah, for me, like immediately after something happens or I'll get like this urge and I'll need to, that's when I have to, I have to follow the urge and because it ends really quick, quickly. Um, yeah, and those are things that usually I um, find beautiful, like Jordan said, things that I'm really curious about and things that affect me in a way that I don't, that it makes me feel a way that I'm unfamiliar with, which all goes back to curiosity. Like I, I ultimately curiosity is what inspires my, me. Like, and yeah. You guys are inspired to write and we talked to you guys a little earlier about like, we got to see you live. And there is, like, a lot of emotion in your performance. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, like, what inspires you to get onto a stage. And, like, tell us a little bit about, like, your live uh, music. I don't know. Like, I want to be heard. And I feel like the songs, when they're on stage, are performed and perfect. So they are articulate. And that's good it's like the best feeling ever is when you get your thoughts through and you get them across and you know that's what we're doing and that's more so on a individual note but as a whole i just love creating a sound that we the people who are performing feel happy about and feel feel about um, and that's just what I do it for. I do it for us. Yeah, I could perform in front of one person. I could perform in front of zero. I do it all the time. Like, I think, um, I, I think like performing live, um, A is just like, so it's like all of the sound is just fills up the entire space. And um, like, there's not really much room to to uh, veer out of the feeling that the song is creating. Um, I mean, at least for me personally. Um, for me too. And, and yeah, and and hopefully, like everyone in the audience is like is feeling the same way, and that like that our energy and our our like feelings and and like. I don't know, our energy is, is being transferred to everyone watching um, and like really feels the emotions of the song themselves. I think that's that's really cool that that's like a possibility. And also to like see people listening to our music. That's not really, you know, something that you get to see outside of that kind of space. Or if you if you do, it's it's really pretty awkward. <laughs> like showing somebody your music and just like sitting there like twiddling your thumbs and like I hope they like it and don't just say it's good because they have to mm -hmm. <laughs> well we can definitely confirm that the energy that you put on the stage is contagious we thought your set was amazing when we saw you in um in Philly and I was singing like I didn't even know the words to sour spit but like I, 
was singing it like as on the way home like just like humming the song because that was the one that I really really enjoyed um and have had it on repeat for wow. ever since we've seen you oh, um that is so appreciated seriously yeah. yeah Abby I did have one question um you wore this really cool vest when uh-huh. from that show and I just need to ask about it because it was so cool. And that was like, you walked by where we were sitting and I was like, oh my gosh, their vest rocks. And I want to know where it came from. Um, My gosh. I could tell you that. Could you? Yeah. Because I'll get my grandma on the phone because my grandma got that vest. She, my grandma is everything to me. I love her so much. Um, she does so much to try to, to understand and different identities and all. Um, but um, she got that vest when in maybe the 50s or the 60s at a, at a little like arts pop-up. And she said it was the most expensive thing she's ever bought clothes-wise. So if I did anything to ruin it <laughs> or lose it, I'm dead. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. I just... You. I'll tell her you said that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you walked by and I, I literally pointed you out to Alex. I was like, that best is something that I need in my closet (laughs) because it was so cool. I wish that there was a replica. You could borrow mine. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) I'll take good care of it. Um, (laughs) So I know you guys talked a little bit uh, beforehand, uh, before we started recording, about a possible tour to tell us a little bit about that i know you said you don't know much about that either but what do you know and what can you tell us that you do know um mid slash late july um east coast northeast we're thinking um that's that's all that's what we got that's fine that's what we got (laughs) Um, we're in the middle of putting it together, so yeah, okay. very excited to uh, see where you guys are going and hear what you guys are coming out with next. Uh, but Sydney, do you have any other questions? So, where can we follow you online and listen to all of your music? Ooh. Um, you can follow us online at naked.lake on Instagram. Um, we do have a Facebook, but it's confusing me because I try to connect the Instagram to the Facebook, but it connects to my personal Facebook. And I don't like that because <laughs> that's all my family and I don't want them to see, you know, no vaping in the lounge signs, you know? Um, and we are on all streaming platforms, Bandcamp under Naked Space Lake, um, Spotify, Apple Music, and whatever else there is. <laughs> Title? I think we're on Title. I don't know. Jay Z the Frog would know. <laughs> Probably. You might. <laughs> um, 
yeah, once again, Abby and Jordan, thanks so much for being on with us today. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. It was so lovely talking to both of you. I hope that we keep in touch. And then yeah. I think it's really great what you you all do. So Yeah, fun. thanks for having us. That really it is so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to Little Known Tracks. If you or a loved one want to be featured on an episode of Little Known Tracks, you can send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LKTPod for all of our updates and occasionally giveaways and such. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time. Mm